If you're of a certain age, you'll recognize this immediately. The theme from MASH. One of the running gags of the show is the extremes the company clerk, who's also in charge of procurement, will go to get needed supplies for the Mobile Army Surgical Hospital. Radar O'Reilly, then in later seasons Klinger, barter, trade, wheel and deal, anything to get life-saving supplies to the unit's doctors and nurses. Everything is on the table. is working. I think I better take a call. Sure. Hey, Clinger, don't hang up! Alvin, all I want is a lousy backup generator. Oh, come on! I've already offered you everything, plus a couple of things I don't got. That's it. There's no more. You're crazy! Where in Korea am I going to get a frozen custard machine? What's a frozen custard machine? Hey, listen, we need that generator. It gets pretty dark around here at night, you know. At Metro Health, we don't have a radar O'Reilly looking for frozen custard machines. But we do have Justin Gallo. So my name is Justin Gallo. I'm the Vice President of Supply Chain Management here at the Metro Health System. And in tough times like this, he's got the right experience. I am also Lieutenant Gallo. I served in the uh, Command Navy Region Southwest uh, as a Lieutenant in the U.S. Navy Reserves. I support a regional operations center basically doing emergency management uh, for the Southwest region. So supply chain is what you do? Supply chain is what I do, yes. Everything the hospital needs from goggles and gowns to N95 masks, it all goes through Justin. I think supply chain is one of the most critical elements when you think on the non-clinical operation side. Uh, we are an extension of the clinical teams. Uh, if we don't do our jobs efficiently and effectively, uh, it's very difficult for clinicians, surgeons, physicians to take care of patients without their supplies. Welcome to Metro Health's Prescription for Hope. I'm John Campanelli. Securing all very critical stock in different spaces. So this is our command center, right? So this is the hospital incident command. On Monday, Gallo took us through a makeshift storeroom just off Metro Health's Incident Command Center. Inside, scores of boxes of surgical shields and goggles, a small part of our stash. I started off by asking perhaps the most important question. How prepared, supply-wise, is Metro Health for this crisis? I, I will say this hospital is very prepared. Having arrived to Metro Health in mid to late September, uh, hospital preparedness is always in the back of my mind. And I did an early assessment of kind of what we had when I arrived. And I knew uh, based on the elements that we had in our emergency stores locations that you know we were pretty good. Uh, being that Metro is a hospital that takes care of the very sick when it comes to being an Ebola hospital and things like that, um, we were ready. And now what we're trying to do is prepare for the long haul. So we're taking everything that we've had and making sure that we're extending it out for a long period of time and making sure that we're taking care of our caregivers first. What are we, uh, what are the most important items we have right now uh, in terms of carrying, you know, these kind of personal protective equipment items? What are the most important items and how are we doing with supplies for them? Yeah, I, I, think, uh, I think what you've heard in the market is that uh, the most important item is the respirators. Uh, what the res respirators do to uh, keep our clinicians safe uh, when working on the front lines is our is our primary critical 
um, uh, supply that we manage to. We uh, our supplies are good, but we're like I said before, we're always looking for preparedness and, and long haul. Um, so we, we keep an eye on every critical item that is associated with frontline caregiving uh, every single day. So if a provider, or caregiver, or doctor, nurse needs a respirator, well, first off, what's a respirator? So the, the N95 respirator is a mask that it does require what's called a fit test, mm-hmm. where it's not the N95, it's basically 95% of the particulates are not going to go through the mask. So it keeps all the non-essentials, all the bad things out. And so that's why those are critical, particularly as it relates to this virus. And if a doctor or nurse needs one of those, do they, and, and you don't want to just give them out willy-nilly, Correct. how do you control it so we can make these as last as long as possible? Yeah, so the, the I, I, I give it to the clinical staff. They've created some new protocols as it relates to these respirators. And we, as supply chain, we fall right in line with that. Um, so how do they get those masks? You know, we carefully look at who's requesting them and how many that they're requesting. Um, if we get an outlier where somebody hasn't necessarily requested these items before or they don't need them on the front line, we have a discussion with supply chain and the clinical, clinical teams to make sure that they're getting the adequate supplies to take care of patients in that environment. And if people have things that they think they, that we need, that we uh, things to donate, goggles and things like that, what kinds of things do we potentially need and how would they get those donations to us? Yes, absolutely. You know, we are exploring uh, a lot of donation opportunities and and certainly a thank you to the public and some of the businesses who are offering to donate. Uh, We are vetting each of the donation opportunities one by one. But the critical items are is certainly any of the respirators, uh, any surgical masks. There's surgical masks with ear loops that are very difficult to find. Essentially, they go behind your ear um, as little elastic bands in goggles, eye shields, um, shoe covers, things like that. Um, getting a car right sorry, now. getting a car right now. <laughs> Supply chain, phone's always ringing. Um, and so, so we're, at, we're asking the community if they have donations that, that are in that nature, isolation gowns, covers, you know, those are the things that we're really vetting through and, and uh, asking to, yes, bring in, we'll take them. Justin went on to say that he's getting contacted by lots of equipment brokers and new questionable startups, all promising supplies. Yeah, it's uh, it's interesting. Um, everybody needs an N95 respirator, but everybody has them. So except for the hospital. So so we're really, you know, we're getting a lot of calls from whether they're brokers or other manufacturers that's saying we can secure N95s, we can get them in quantities of 10,000 to uh, 1 million, you know, but I need to know by Tuesday, right? So we're vetting through those um, very carefully um, and uh, we're taking those things day by day just because we're not gonna bring in a product into this hospital that is gonna jeopardize our clinicians. And the costs, you have to always think about that. And, and the costs, yeah. And, and look, it's supply versus demand, right? Right now, the, the demand is very, very, very high. So you're seeing price gouging uh, with different things, primarily in the N95 market. How are you sleeping right now? At night? <laughs> sleeping well or are you? No, I, I, there will come a time where I'm not dreaming about N95 masks. Um, now, sleep, sleep is tough because it's, it's hard to, to turn the mind off. Um, there are so many things that have to get done and everything can't get done in just one day. 
So things are leading over into the next day and the next day. Um, priorities change every single day, but keeping track of yesterday's top priorities into today is very stressful at times. And we just, you know, what we do in supply chain is we manage to the detailed level. Um, everything's being tracked, every request is being managed. The donations, we now have a coordinator to help with that. So we're really taking the support from the community and from Metro Health um, to really help out in all aspects. You know, again, another thing that we say in the Navy is all hands on deck, right? Um, what you're asked to do may not be what you did yesterday, but you're gonna stand up and you're gonna get the job done. Your work is uh, saving lives. It's, it's very important, yes. What's your level of confidence right now in, in our preparedness? I, I would say very high. Again, we're, we're preparing for the long haul, and we've been doing that for weeks. Um, Dr. Bruchos stood up incident command very early, and I will tell you, by doing so, pulling all the leaders together in one location to talk about what is critical for this hospital to survive in the now and in tomorrow and to next week and next month has been unbelievable. It is, it is a perfect example of how to run a command. Justin's team is always on the lookout for the important supplies he mentioned. Goggles, respirators, PPE, shoe covers, gowns. If you have items to donate, please email logisticssectionhcc, altogether logisticssectionhcc at metrohealth.org. And if you have any questions about COVID-19 or are feeling sick, please call our hotline at 440-59-COVID. That's 440-592-6843. Please wash your hands, be kind, and thanks for listening.